Magandang magandang hapon po mga kababayan. Muli naririto na naman po kami at inyong makakapiling dito sa Samutsari Philippine Cultural Radio Program. Broadcasting from 104.6 Planet FM. Ito po medyo hindi maganda ang panahon dahil medyo umaambon-ambon, malumlum, hindi mo makikita pang masyado ang araw at ang mga ang mga dahon ginagalaw ng hangin pero hindi masaya ang galaw ng mga dahon lalo na yung mga palaspas ng nyug hindi sila masaya kasi umuulan na nga naman but never mind talagang ganyan kailangan natin ng ulan yung mga nakahandang magpiknik ngayong araw na ito magpadelay lang po kayo ng sandali at mamaya naman hopefully by about 10 o'clock or so maganda na ang araw kaya sige po Enjoy lang muna tayo sa bahay. Marami tayong gagawin sa bahay. Marami tayong kukumustahin kung alimbawang tapos na tayo ng trabahong bahay. And kami po dito sa Samutsari Philippine Cultural Radio, siyempre pa, ke-umuulan, ke-umaaraw, ke-bumabagyo, nandito po kami. Kumusta, Diyo? Ayan, magandang umaga po sa ating mga viewers, sa ating mga tagapakinig. Ito po ay isang maulan na umaga. Uh, ngayon po ay ikadalawa ng Nobyembre. Ilang araw Oo. na lang at matatapos na ang Nobyembre, sabi nga, di ba? So, In um, other words, isang buwan na lang Christmas na. <laughs> yes, nako. Pupunta na sa mga bahay-bahay ang mga tao para yun nga lang, eh, tingnan natin this year. Although pwede naman na mag-gathering, pero with precaution pa din, mm-hmm. diba? Unless, unless hindi ipalayo ng Diyos, huwag sanang mag-umakyat ang level uh, ng, ating, ano, ng ating lockdown. Kasi uh-huh. mahirap yan, lalo na kung Christmas. Lalong maraming magkaka-diferensya kung naka-lockdown tapos hindi na masusunod yung ibang tao, lalong magulo, diba? So mabuti pa, kung mayroon mang kung mayroon mang outbreak uli, i-contain na lang ang area na iyon and huwag nang galawin ang lockdown level. Tama na tayo sa level 1 and yun, mag- maglagay na lang siguro ng additional measures para ang mga tao ay sumunod na laging nakamask, iwasan ang maraming gathering and kung mayroon mang gathering, i-controlled na mayroong mga distances sa bawat isa. Bawal muna ang kisi-kisi, hagi-hagi. <laughs> Diba? Tama ka dyan, tita. Um, yan, ano na lang, flying kiss mo na daw. O kaya, That's eh, right. uh, tap on your <laughs> ano, shoulders. Shoulder na, or head. Or, he, yung uh, siko-siko mo na daw. <laughs> Oo, siko-siko. <laughs> At dahil dyan, um, sana po ay tumutok po kayo ngayong hapon na ito at magbibigay kami ng ilang mga news at current events na nangyayari sa ating uh, bansang tinitirhan ngayon, ang New Zealand at syempre pa sa Pilipinas din. Ayan, na-miss natin ang ating mga kasamahan ngayon. Hello po kala Tita Monina, Tita Trini, Chanel. Ayan, sana nakikinig kayo ngayon. Mm, ayan, oo. May, ngayon, meron tayong napakagandang awitin dyan, Joe. I-share natin sa kanilang lahat. 
At yan ay tungkol sa Bicolandia. Napakagandang awitin yan. Bagong kanta pero bagong silakbo ng dugo. Pampainit ng, ng dugo at ng katawan ang mga kanta karamihan. <laughs> diba? Okay, let's listen and watch. Narito po ang ating local news. Take it away, Joe. For our local news from New Zealand Herald, Christmas Road closures in Auckland as America's Cup regatta spectators hit downtown. Ayan, dahil malapit na ang Pasko. This weekend is being treated as a trial run for the 200,000 spectators in the city projected by Auckland tourism events and economic development. Shoppers on the hectic final weekend before Christmas will have to navigate a series of major road closures in downtown Auckland to clear the way for a projected 200,000 America's Cup spectators. And while some business owners are looking forward to an influx of foot traffic, others says that the closure will lead to a delivery disruption and the Automobile Association is a warning of a lot of disruption. 
the closures may put further pressure on small businesses who are already closing due to the what they say are the impacts of tone-deaf roadworks from Auckland Transport, compounding the COVID-19 revenue drops. The Herald on Sunday has obtained the traffic management plan for the five days around the America's Cup Regatta, held from December 15 to 20, revealing major road closure. Ooh. This weekend is being treated as a trial run for what they project will be the potential spectators in the city by the Auckland Tourism Events and Economic Development. The closure span a series of streets around Britomart and the Viaduct, including Quay Street, some of Custom Street West, Lower Albert, Lower Hobson, Marketplace, Viaduct, Harbour Avenue, and most of Wynyard Quarter. Ayan. Uh, yan po ang mga isasarado sa city. At least meron tayong idea. Ano nang road ulit? Um, the Viaduct, including Quay Street, Custom mm -hmm. Street West, Lower mm -hmm. Albert, Lower Hobson, Marketplace, Viaduct Harbour Avenue, and the Winyard Quarter. So, nakakalagang magiging mm -hmm. traffic talaga sa city. Oh, oh. All private vehicles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ito po, take note. All private vehicles will be banned from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. in in that mm -hmm. week. A business stakeholder in Auckland's Viaduct told the Herald that the Auckland Tourism are using the weekend as a test. For, our, for gauging how the network copes with huge crowd numbers that will match that of the actual America's Cup final in March 2021. Headquarters bar and restaurant is set in the middle of the road closures in Viaduct Marina. And owner Leo Molloy said he is expecting massive but patron numbers of pre-Christmas weekend. It's sobering thought, but I guess we've become accustomed to having every street effectively closed with cones. So it comes with no surprise, Molloy said. Custom street? What will be the impact on us? I don't know. We're largely pedestrian anyway because there's very little parking in our area. So I doubt it will affect us much. I personally mm. think that the regatta is going to be huge only because the 26 billion domestic market for tourism, they surely must be exhausted with Queenstown by now for trips. Yeah. Uh, ATEED spokesperson Chris Gregory said, the plans is in place are part of a citywide respond to, manage, to managing the anticipated numbers of expected at key times during the entire 36 America's Cup event. Safety is the heart of everything we do. By restricting parking and closing off roads in the area, we are making sure that spectators can watch the race day activities and not have to watch out for traffic, Gregory said. The measures we are all putting in place are designed to keep everyone safe safe in tie-in with the event's resource concept. 
it's a win-win for us all. Last week, the barbershop company closed three of its stores in Karanghapi Road, Federal Street, and Wolf Street while blaming Mayor Phil Goff. It has put up signs outside directing people to other shops that are still open and directing complaints to a phone number for Goff's personal assistant. We cannot control COVID, the barbershop co Chief Executive Adam Johansson said, We can control the environment, how many roads we dig up at once. I believe Auckland Transport has dug them all at once. Automobile Association Advisor Barney Irvin said it will be undoubtedly be a traffic log jam the Christmas weekend and the key thing in the Auckland Council to provide efficient warning to motorists ahead of time. Traffic in the central city will be under a lot of strain. The workers in the city will be rushing around trying to wrap things up for the year. Service and delivery vehicles will be flat out and a lot of people coming into town for regatta and for Christmas shopping will be using their cars to get there. The road closures from December 15 to 20 will not include Ubers, taxis, and delivery vehicles, but some business stakeholders brief on Auckland tourism closure plans said they expected complication with getting delivery vehicle exemption. Current routes impacted by various works include Albert Street, Kuranghapi Road, Tyler Street and around the intersection of Customs and Queen Street. However, business owners, the Herald on Sunday spoke, were largely pleased with the prospect so much foot traffic in the central CBD after a dark year of business. Heart of the City, Viv Beck said they were looking at the Christmas regatta weekend as a big opportunity for businesses after extremely challenging year. For us, it is a big opportunity to get people into the city. Not all of the cones will be gone, but a lot of them are coming away progressively over the next period. And people are going to love seeing changes what's been going on behind the cones. And the excitement starting to build now. Hey, yeah, and ako, Magkakaroon talaga ng Christmas rush, tita, sa city. Oo, totoo yan. Pero um, magandang, magandang initiative din naman na nagda-trial, nagta-test trial, trial run sila. Pero actually, mahirap din naman din sa ating mga motorista at sa ating mga workers sa city. Kasi talagang grabe ang congestion, di ba? Parang... Dahil sa mga roadworks. Dahil sa roadworks. Oh, but like it or not, eh, kailangan din natin yung roadworks eh. Eh, itinitsyempo nila yan ngayong panahon kasi uh, yung mga estudyante malapit ng, di ba, hal, ang university tapos na. Uh, ang susunod na high school and elementary. So, tama nga naman ang timing. Yun lang. Pasko ang medyo inconvenient siguro sa iba. But if we put it into our heads na kung pupunta tayo sa Central City, Eh, hindi tayo magdala ng sasakyan, use the train or the ferry or the buses, 
eh di walang congestion. Lahat tayo mag-exercise, maglakad from say the city to Winyard Quarter, hindi naman kalayuan 'yan. 'Di ba? Or from from west Auckland, oh no 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 no, western side of the city to the eastern side or north northern side to southern side, pwedeng-pwedeng lakarin lang 'yan. Flat shoes, mga kaibigan, and magdala ng jacket just in case umulan. But kung you, if you are dressed up for a sunny day, ayos na, kaunti lang ang dala nyo. Yun lang, kung magsa-shopping kayo, siyempre, well, if you are three in a group, say tatlo sa isang pamilya, eh di may tagadala ng shopping, di ba? <laughs> Yan, yeah, ako talaga nga naman, himig na ng Pasko. Kaya dapat magpapatugtog tayo mamaya ng ano Pasko. Pang mas kong ano, handog, di ba? Handog. Na OPM mm-hmm. natin. Ayan. Yeah. So, yan ang akin local news. So, maghanda tayo sa congestion sa city. So, kung pupunta kayo ng city, <clears throat> mag-ready tayo sa mga, ano, sa mga roadworks na yan at abala. Kung pwede naman kayo mag-shopping sa ibang malls, why not, di ba? Pero kasi That's sa city, right. marami rin mm-hmm. tayong choices, di ba? Mm-hmm. At narito naman, ang isa sa ating mga local government, tungkol naman ito sa Tauranga. Tauranga Mayor Tenby Powell has resigned and publicly called for the Minister of Local Government to appoint a commissioner to replace the dysfunctional council he says is filled with petty politicians. Minister Nanaya Mahuta confirms is taking advice on what level of ground intervention, if any, is required in Tauranga. Powell tendered his resignation on, prior- on Friday following an emotionally charged council meeting resulting in council voting to request a crown manager to be appointed. No way, medyo seryoso ito. Taurangas, uh, however, Powell says this does not go far enough and only by appointing commissioner can resolve the issues the city faces. Mahuta said Tauranga City Council has suffered significant conflict among elected representatives. An independent report commissioned by the council has found numerous government governance issues. These issues include councillors having a limited understanding of their governance role and a failure of its elected representatives to recognize that there are problems. Crown intervention could range from the appointment of a crown observer, manager, or commissioners to replace the council altogether. The level of dysfunction was laid bare in the independent report from a self-appointed review and observer team chaired by Peter Winder. The report was commissioned after a spate of childish name-calling point scoring and a raft of code of conduct complaints plagued councillors. The report highlighted that councils, uh, councillors had little understanding of their role in governance, had a historic inability and unwillingness to make decisions, and demonstrated no self-awareness for their part in the dysfunctional environment and its issues lay in the legacy of historic decisions made. 
In response, some counselors referred to potential grammatical errors in the report, questioned lexicon choices, argued for a glossary to determine what dysfunction meant, disagreed with the findings as errors of fact, and eventually six voted for a procedural motion to delay the discussion of the report by four additional days. Winder responded by commending the counselor for his attention to the placement of commas, but in regard to factual errors that will be a difference of opinion. Deputy Mayor Tina Salisbury, speaking about the report, said Tauranga deserves better. I'm mortified we're in this situation, she said. She was also embarrassed at six councillors' creation to the report. The fact this report was commissioned and laid on the table because we don't like what it says shows the need, she says, to deflect their uh, review teams, truth illustrates this. Councillor Heidi Hughes said she's lost any hope the councillors can sort their issues out. There is a complete lack of self-awareness and ongoing patterns, she said. If, it, if I was the observer, I would have thrown my hands in the air at the response of councillors to point out spelling errors and it went downhill from there. Councillor Morris disagreed with the report and said the residents of Tauranga decide who runs Tauranga, not the beehive. He did not vote for a crown manager as he believes councillor behavior will continue after a manager is appointed or even get worse. Councillor Andrew Hollis said they would be better suited to appoint a marriage councillor to resolve issues instead of a crown manager. He labeled the report as poorly written and it did not meet its terms of the reference. Powell is not the first casualty of the triennium, with Councillor Jaco Abri resigning in October and also publicly calling for a commissioner to replace the embattled council. The extreme move would effectively sack elected members and can only be undertaken should the minister believe there is a significant problem. Powell said Tauranga is in dire straits with a two billion shortfall in capital projects needing to be overcome in the long-term plan. Since coming into office, he has issued the analogy of Tauranga kicking a debt can down the road of four years. He has no confidence council can deliver a long-term plan to suit the city's needs and thus tendered his resignation. Powell said he decided to resign on November 17 as the report was tabled to council and the reaction from some councillors left him realizing enough was enough. I felt better watching, I felt myself watching that meeting in the third person. I was flabbergasted, Powell said. Until last Tuesday's meeting, I had every intention of report, reporting to my post of serving the city for the remainder of the current term. However, I have come to the conclusion that, that may only serve to perpetuate the status quo. They have no self-awareness and council could not see what was right in front of them. The world has seen these councillors, particularly a core group of them have no ability to govern a city of this complexity. He also said the decision to resign was not corrected, was not connected to his recent diagnosis 
diagnosis of having prostate cancer, but there was a fundamental issue within the DNA of council. Over the past few years, there have been myriad bungled projects, budget blowouts and delayed decisions. High profile blunders in recent years include the 14.2 million buyout of the Bella Vista homes, debacle to the 19 million Harrington, Harrington Street car park that had to be abandoned. I think people will look back on this day in 10 or 20 years time and say this was where the change was made, Powell said. I truly believe history will show that in November 2020, when the DNA of incompetence was recognized and cauterized, and after a period of crown management, that a government team can be rebuilt with real leaders, he said. It is my sincere hope that my resignation will facilitate the government intervention I believe is required for the future good of Tauranga Moana. Ayan. Nakakalungkot, but that's. Uh, a very well um, pictured reality in Tauranga, which could affect, if not corrected, I believe, sa iba namang local government in, in New Zealand. So, sana masolve agad ang problemang ito. Di ba, Joe? Yes, Tita. Sana ma-resolve agad yan. Uh, dahil dyan, dumako tayo sa isa pang news. Um, hmm. Meron ako nakitang news, Tita, sa, I think it's, uh, we, we'll have to share this kasi bago lang to. Uh, mm -hmm. Sa Wellington, dahil ng, from Auckland to Tauranga, dumako tayo sa Wellington. Okay. Uh, so today, according to Staff NZ, big waves heading towards Wellington this Sunday. Waves nearing the magnitude to those that forced evacuation on Wellington's south coast are heading towards the capital this morning. Crunch times is expected at 11.44 a.m. when a high tide combines with the 4 to 4.5 meter waves which are expected oh. to reach the south coast from about this morning at 8 a.m. Authorities were criticized in April when NIWA forecast four to six meter waves, but communication breakdowns meant this was not passed on to residents in time. In that event, oh. on a blue sky day, homes ended up having to be evacuated and one person was washed out to sea but got back out. Ophiro Bay <laughs> resident Eugene Doyle on Sunday morning, which is today, said mm. there had been good communication from Met Service this time around, but because the forecast was for waves just below the trigger point, no formal warning was issued. The community was though ready for a rock and roll day, he said. Met Service said that the big waves were going past Christchurch at 6.45 a.m. today and were expected in Wellington at 8 a.m. It is issued a heavy swell warning for waves up to 4.5 on Sunday morning before easing to 3.5 by this evening. The highest risk time was around 11.44 when the waves and high tide would combine. Ayan, so sa mga nasa 
Wellington and uh, South Coast area. I hope you're mm. all safe. Oh, oh. Kung tutusin dito nga sa Oakland, hindi na maganda ang panahon ngayon. Medyo malumlum na and uh, mahangin and uh, may, 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 ano na, may kunting ulan na. And hopefully it lifts, lifts off. Mga 10 o'clock siguro sana gumanda-ganda ang panahon. And so forth. Hang, hanggang the whole day today. Ayan. At, I think, mm -hmm. I think, Tita, that will, uh, um, Aming papuri, aming pagsamba, O Kristong hari, aming hari, Magpakailan, mantunay ngang hari, Dakilang hari, Ikaw ay paglilingkuran. Ang aming isip, ang aming puso, O Kristong hari, aming hari, Magpakailan, manang aming kaluluwa, Aming lakas, inaalay sa Katotohanan, O Kristong Hari, aming hari, magpakailanman ikaw ang buhay, aming pag-asa, tunay na dakila ka. Ikaw ay pag-ibig at kagalakan, O Kristong Hari, aming hari, At katapatan O Kristong Hari, aming hari Magpakailanman Inialay ang kanyang buhay Para sa ating kaligtasan Inialay ang kanyang buhay Para sa ating kaligtasan Inialay ang kanyang buhay Para sa ating kaligtasan Tayo po'y dadako na sa ating buhay Pinoy sa NZ. Meron po tayong guest ngayong araw na ito, but dahil sa hindi magandang sikat ng araw, medyo malumlum nga, makakapiling po niya na, natin siya sa Saturday, wherein mag-o-open siya ng branch dito sa Auckland ng kanyang Timeless Aesthetics NZ. Yan po si Joyce, at marami po siyang sirbisyo na magugustuhan ng mga kababaihang Pinay, mapabata, may edad ng kunti, medyo mas, may edad-edad pa ng mas, marami-rami pa, at tiyak po magugustuhan ninyo ang kanyang serbisyo. Timeless aesthetics ang tawag. Ayan, yung mga gustong magpaayos ng kanilang mga kilay, or whatever na even your 
physic I, I, I mean pinaganda ko lang yung physic ibig sabihin <laughs> yung medyo malaki ang tiyan dahil napakain ang husto napakain ang husto ayan may remedyo po diyan i-share namin yan sa inyo sa Saturday next Saturday but today ito po makikita ninyo ang serbisyo nila in um, in photos i-realize ninyo later on Saturday po ang kanilang opening sa Oakland sa 14 Bishop Lenihan Place in East Tamaki. Originally po sa Taurangas siya, doon ang kanyang base at tuloy-tuloy pa rin po yan. But mag-open sila dito sa Oakland ng branch nila, ayun nga sa East Tamaki. At siyempre pa, nasubukan na ni Jo. Kaya ah, ang kilay. <laughs> kilay is life. <laughs> yes, that's right. Ang telephone po ni Joyce, kung gusto ninyo siyang tawagan, is nasa 020. Screen. Ayan. Ah, nasa screen na. Very good. 4071-5542. Ayan, hindi naman pala kamahalan. May nakita akong mura dun. 299. Kayang-kaya na sa budget ni tita, no? Ay, nako. <laughs> hindi lang pang girls, marami rin boys. Saka... Ah, ang ibang lahi o oh. if you will see. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. make it white. Ayun, maganda 'yan. Mm-hmm. Ay nako, talagang maraming mga clients dito sa Auckland ang nag uh, I think talagang nag-request sa Mag-take kanya. Take advantage. Oo. Oo. Ayun. Ayun. Kasi ngayon okay lang naman na magpaganda, 'di ba? Kasi oh, basta kaya ng budget 'yun pala. Oo. Oh, Oo. Oh. Oh, oh. Ayan, yan ang, yan ang problema ko ngayon. Yung paa. Grace <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Slimming. <laughs> Hindi yun. Yung paa lang akin. Lips ko, ah, okay pa naman. Kissable pa. <laughs> <laughs> ayan ang clinic niya sa Bishop uh, Lane. Ayan. Ah, At ayan po si Miss mm-hmm. Joyce. Ayan, yung bago niyang clinic. So, okay. talagang ano nga naman... Um, very talented at meron siyang uh, certifications. Ayan. Mm-hmm. Ayan. Very dito beautiful. yan sa New Zealand. Uh, dito yan sa New Zealand. Ayan. Ang so, dahil, certificate ay local dito sa NSET, hindi sa Pilipinas. Uh, opo, <laughs> tama, tama. So talagang mm-hmm. ano, um, certified na. Well, we will have more of her next week po. Ang tabayanan niyo po uh, in real uh, live uh, chit-chat. And pupunta tayo sa shop niya. Di ba? Iko-cover natin yan, Tita Virgie. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, dahil dyan, uh, dumako na tayo sa ating health matters. That's right. Ayan. Dahil hindi pa natatapos ang covid Meron pa rin tayong news, siyempre, sa ating COVID, di ba? Mm-mm. Ayan. Uh, from one news, six new cases of COVID-19 recorded in New Zealand. As of yesterday, five of them are in managed isolation. One is a border worker who has been in quarantine in Wellington, and this person was an existing close contact of case B in November cluster. This person has been self-isolating at home since November 7, 
but went into managed isolation on November 11. They had tested negative on day 5, but have since returned positive result today after being tested on day 12. They had tested negative. Uh, they, this person who is known as Case F remains in managed isolation facility in Wellington and their close contacts have been contacted, tested, and have returned negative. Of the five new cases from managed isolation, two who arrived from Qatar on November 17 tested positive on day three of testing and now in quarantine. One person who arrived from Germany via Qatar and Australia on November 10 returned a positive result following a series of previous tests returning inconclusive results. They are now in quarantine. A further two who tested positive after arriving from U.S. on November 14 have been moved to quarantine in Christchurch. The Ministry of Health is also reporting that four people have recovered from the virus, talking New Zealand active cases to 42. The total number of confirmed cases in New Zealand is now 1,663. Yesterday, laboratories processed 7,014 COVID-19 tests, bringing the total number of tests completed to date as of today, 1,224,397 and counting. Ayan. At isa na dyan ang test ko, tita. I, I was able oh. to have a test, but luckily, it's uh, turned out negative. Ayan. Oh, definitely. Yes. Hindi ka naman gaanong lapatsera. So, <laughs> <laughs> ano kasi, um, flu season na naman dahil sa weather, siguro. Oh, totoo oh, yan. na siguro yung flu ko. <laughs> I, I'm sure flu lang yan. Napagod ka kahapon. Plus na ulanan ka ng kaunti siguro o naambunan. Mm. O oh, hamog. Uh, hamog sa gabi. <laughs> At meron pa tayong isang health matters kasama pa rin sa ating COVID um, sa ating COVID coverage. Coverage. Ayan. Mm. Dahil ano pa rin may, may mga sinasabing uh, nangyayari na community transmission. So, mm -hmm. um, COVID-19 coronavirus, at least 80, oh, at least 90% of Aucklanders complying with mandatory mask rule. Ayan. Kasi kailangan mm -hmm. daw po nakamask pagka tayo babiyahe using the public transport. Tama yan. So far, so good. It seems that at least 90% of Aucklanders using public transport are complying with the new rule to wear a mask when traveling around the city. On 19th of November, passengers could be seen donning masks for the, from the ordinary plain white or baby blue variety many are now so familiar with to the colorful and wacky designs unique to the wearer. From today, adults on a bus, train, or ferry around the Auckland region must wear a mask. The new mandatory face covering rule for public transport does not comply to school buses as they are part of the registered group or have space to physically distance where possible. Children under the age of 12 are exempted from wearing face coverings. People with a disability or physical or mental health condition that makes covering their mask 
face unsuitable do not have to wear face coverings also there will be other times when it is not required such as the emergency if unsafe if people need to prove their identity or communicate with someone who is deaf or if required by law auckland transport chief executive shane ellison said he was pleased with the public's response to the mask policy i'd like to take aucklanders for doing the right thing to thank aucklanders at britomart this morning or last morning of 19th november between 90 to 95 percent of people are wearing face coverings so if you forgot your to wear your face mask the AT staff and police at key stations handing out face masks, but we're finding most people are aware of the rules and have no issues at all. Masks are already compulsory for those catching a flight and people are reminded that particular rule is for flights anywhere in New Zealand or anywhere in mm -hmm. the world, yeah, as long as we have the uh, face mask. Ayan. Congratulations. Uh, talagang napakamasunurin talaga dito. Oo. Kahit mga Pilipino sumusunod, siyempre. <laughs> no wonder. Ayan. And that concludes our health news. Okay. At narito po tayo naman ay dadako na sa ating community news. Ang mga Pilipino po, magkakaroon tayo ng Noche Buena. Yan po ay traditional cultural celebration sa December 20 and we are aiming to make it an annual happening. Maganda po ito. Hatid po sa atin ng Samutsari Philippine Cultural Society. Ito po ay gaganapin sa Teata to Peninsula. Um, Teata to South yan. At Teata to Road. Kung galing ka ng motorway sa Auckland, if you turn left, sa Great North Road, Teata to South yun. Ito, you turn right, papuntang Teata to North, basically. Diyan po natin gagawin ang uh, Noche Buena na ito. Uh, ginamit na po natin ang Teata to Peninsula Hall na yan noong Independence Day last year. And maganda po at kasya naman ang 700 people. Initially, palagay ko tama na yan. Dahil ang nakuha natin ay December 20, Sunday po yan. We will start at 7.30. Karamihan ng mga Pinoy, kumain na niyan ng hapunan. Uh, pang family event po ito. Pero meron pa rin mamagtitinda ng mga kakanin at siyempre pa yung staple natin. Katulad ng barbecue, adobo, kanin at pansit. Kaya yung hindi nakapaghapunan, mayroon pa rin kayong kakainin doon. Bibilhin nyo nga lang pero sa mura pong halaga. At may mga kakanin, kapareho ng uh, bibingka, suman, puto, uh, tikoy, ganyan. Kasi po, ang magtitinda niyan ay ang Samutsari Group or, um, or maaaring yung Young Filipino Rotarians. Dahil po, ang fundraising na yan, lahat ng proceeds, lalo na... Um, um, yours truly, magdo-donate po ako ng 50 uh, 
Spanish sardines na ititinda natin yan, lahat ng proceeds yan mapupunta sa Bicol dahil talaga pong grabe ang salanta ng sunod-sunod na bagyo sa Bicol. Mayroong uh, Typhoon Kit, uh, Kinta, Typhoon uh, Ulysses, and Typhoon, ano pa ba yung isang yun? Tatlo yung magkakasunod na talagang grabe. Maraming nawala ng bahay, may, mayroong pang nawala ng buhay, and talagang hirap na hirap po ang karamihan sa Bicol. Although ganun din, ang bandang Cagayan, uh, sa area nga naman papuntang up north sa Pilipinas, apektado rin. Kaya tayo pong mga Pilipino dito sa New Zealand, nagkaka, uh, nag, nagkakasibot-sibot tayo, nagkaka-busy-busy tayong lahat to do our uh, different sorts of fundraising eto eto po ang gagawin namin ay uh, under the auspices of the Bicolanos. Um, and kumakatok kami sa inyong mga puso every little bit of health makaka makakatulong po yan sa mga nangangailangan um, um, hindi lang po isa ang bibigyan namin sinuyod na po namin yan in fact meron din pong fundraising ang Napocor or National Power Corporation uh, headed by our co-biculano, uh, Sir Pio Benavides, ang asawa ng ating former ambassador dito sa New Zealand, Ambassador Virginia Benavides, na siya po ang ngayon ang um, chairperson naman ng kanilang Ladies of Napocor. Tumutulong sila sa National Power Corporation sa mga social uh, responsibilities or initiatives sa mga Pilipino. Um, and meron pa rin pong ibang um, agencies na makikinabang sa pinaghihirapan namin itong mga Bicolano. Pero kasama po kayo dyan, mga taga-Uklan. We need you. And balik po tayo sa ating um, Notse Buena, which is a cultural tradition ng mga Pilipino. Yun nga po, December 20, 7.30 to 12 noon. Yan po, magkakaroon tayo ng typical na uh, celebration ng Pasko sa Pilipinas. Siyempre po sa atin pag sinabi natin Notse Buena, yung panggabi ng 24, kinaumagahan ay eh, eh, Pasko na talaga. Dito, uh, magiging variable po ang date kasi depende sa venue at sa uh, preparasyon natin. This year, uh, late po ang ating preparasyon dahil kailan lang naman tayo nag-level 1. Hindi gaanong Uh, hindi natin gaanong sigurado kung ano talaga ang level of uh, lockdown dito sa atin. But at least ngayon level 1 tayo. Let us hope na tuloy-tuloy na itong level 1 hanggang makapasko, hanggang makabagong taon. Um, yun po, uh, magkakaroon tayo na siyempre ng mga, mga yugyugan. Um, but bago yan, mayroon po tayong Filipino trivia. Pang family po ito, Filipino trivia. Um, mga simpleng tanong tungkol sa Pasko at bagong taon kung paano natin isineselebrate sa Pilipinas. Siyempre po, may papremyo tayo dyan. Um, marami tayong kakatukan ng mga pinto ng mga kapo natin Pilipino na tutulong sa atin sa pag-celebrate ng Nutsibuenang yan. Meron din pong uh, parole-making contest out of recyclable materials or galing sa Pilipinas na 
talagang yun original na hindi man kayo ang original na gumawa pero kayo na ang may-ari so pwede nyong isalihan sa parole making contest just for this year kasi kulang tayo sa celebration but sigurado masaya yan mayroon din pong um, Christmas carols uh, contest pwede nyong isali pamit-pamilya Pwede namang magkapatid lang, or mag-asawa, or maglolo, maglola, magtito, magtita. Basta Tagalog po ang kanta. And as much as possible, ang instrument na gagamitin ninyo ay Pilipino rin. Uh, pero pwede na rin ang gitara at violin kasi meron din naman violin sa Pilipinas. Or pwede po yung tansan. Anong tawag dun sa kalingbang na yun? Ayan. And ang isa pang maganda po, magkakaroon tayo ng contest ng mga lolo't mga lola, gandang lola at guwapong lolo, naka-national dress po yan at wala silang contest na ipakikita sa atin kung hindi, talent lang, either kumanta, sumayaw, or ano pang gimmick na gagawin ng lolo at lola. Pwede silang bukod or separate or pwede namang magka-partner o mag-asawa o magkaibigan, basta lolo at lola na naka-national dress. May mga papremyo din po tayo dyan. At siyempre pa, pa um, magkakaroon nga po ng sayawan. Magyuyugyugan tayo hanggang alas 11.30 dahil alas 12 sarado na. But ang kagalingan po niyan, walang bayad dyan. Uh, libre po, free entry. But its family is requested to wrap a gift of $30 worth. At yan po'y gagamitin natin sa monito-monita. Ibig sabihin, exchange gift, pero may, ano, may dating. Ginagawa po natin yan sa Pilipinas. Ginagawa rin natin dito yan. But this one, medyo malaking scale dahil pamipamilya nga, marami-rami tayo. Maganda yan, masaya yan. Pang-pamilya po yun, $30 worth. Um, pero kung may mga anak, tig $10 naman po each na bawat bata. And bukod yung yung um, malaking box ng kanilang presents kaysa doon sa mga uh, pamipamilya para masaya ang mga bata. Kasi po sa atin ang Pasko talagang para sa mga bata, but equally ganun din sa lahat sa buong pamilya. Kaya pamipamilya po ito. Yan po uh, abangan natin December 20 po ulit yan. Uh, 7.30 in the evening, gaganapin sa Teatatu <clears throat> Peninsula, Kutuku, Heron Hall, worth um, 700 people po ang laman yan. But, and kumo nga 7.30 na sa gabi, uh, tapos wala nang gaanong at linggo pa, yung mga nagtrabaho man o, na, o mag, nagsimba, tapos na. Hopefully, and maka-attend na tayo ng ating Noche Buena Traditional Cultural Filipino Celebration. Magkita-kita po tayo, December 20, Sunday po yan. Back to you, Joe. Yan, nakaka-excite. Basta ako hahabol, tita. Alam ko, mayroon kang commitment. Yeah. And ano ba, pwede na bang, pwede na bang ibahagi natin kung ano yung pagkakaguluhan mo? Surprise na lang muna natin at uh, okay, surprise sa, natin. Bas, hindi po sa akin, para sa ating uh -huh. isa sa pinaka um, kilalang um, kaibigan dito sa New Zealand. Uh, Oo, oh, oh, kaibigan nating lahat. Tama yan. Ayan. Ayan. 
Tayo po'y dadako na sa ating Philippine News. Ayan. So, we have our first news dahil marami pa rin ang COVID cases sa Pilipinas. So, ito po ang ating local news from inquirer.net. PH logs 416,852 COVID-19 cases and the deaths are now over 8,000. The Philippines on Saturday recorded 1,791 new confirmed cases of coronavirus disease, raising the total number of infection to 
416 Oh. number, the DOH said 8% of 30 or 33,224 cases are still active. The nation's COVID-19 death toll reached 8,080, which is 1.94% of the total COVID-19 cases. This after 54 or 55 more patients died of the respiratory disease. Meanwhile, 328 new recovered patients bring the total COVID-19 recoveries to 375,548. So marami pa rin naka-recover. The DOH once again modified the country's COVID-19 caseload after deleting six duplicate cases of this number for our recoveries. The health agency also reclassified 13 recoveries as deaths. Only three molecular laboratories had failed to submit their COVID-19 tally to DOH on, nine, on Friday, November 20. So, ayan po ang ating local news from Philippine Daily Inquirer. At narito po naman, magandang news ito. Duterte ends overseas travel ban on healthcare workers. Good news talaga yan. Uh, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte has approved ending a ban on deploying the nation's healthcare workers. His labor minister said on Saturday, clearing the way for thousands of nurses to take up jobs overseas. The president already approved the lifting of the temporary suspension of deployment of nurses and other medical workers. Labor Secretary Silvestre, Silvestre Bello told Reuters. Bello said the spread of the novel coronavirus was slowing down in the country and conditions were improving so the government could afford to let its healthcare workers leave. The Philippines has the second highest number of COVID-19 cases and deaths in Southeast Asia, but daily case numbers and death rates have dropped. To ensure that Philippines has enough medical professionals to continue to fight the pandemic at home, only 5,000 healthcare workers will be allowed to leave every year, Bello said. We are starting only with a cap of 5,000, so we will not run out of medical workers, but this may increase eventually, Bello said. Last year, almost 17,000 nurses signed overseas work contracts data from the Commission on Higher Education and the Philippine Overseas Employment Administration shows um, the government in April bar barred nurses, doctors, and other medical workers from leaving. They saying they were needed to fight the corona crisis at home. Thousands of health workers who call themselves prison nurses had appealed to the government to let them take jobs abroad, Reuters reported in September. The nurses say they feel underpaid, underappreciated, and unprotected in the Philippines. While the lifting of the travel ban was a welcome development, Maristela Abinohar, president of Filipino Nurses United, challenged the government to make true its commitment to give its nurses better pay and benefits if it wants them to stay. Filipino health workers are on the front lines of the pandemic at hospitals 
in the United States, Europe, and the Middle East, as well as at home. New coronavirus cases in the Philippines have remained below 2,000 since November 10, while deaths, which totaled 8,025 as of November 20, only equal 1.93% of the country's 415,067 cases. Hospital bed occupancy has also eased from critical levels, and the government has been gradually easing quarantine restrictions to jumpstart the coronavirus hit economy. Ayan po, magandang balita mula sa ating mga nurses sa Pilipinas. Ayan. At um, dahil dyan, uh, saludo tayo sa ating gobyerno, di ba? At dahil oh, oh. sinabi ni Duterte, um, dadako tayo ngayon sa Davao. May isang hindi masyadong magandang balita. Uh, mm-hmm. 4.3 magnitude quake hits Davao Occidental. Ayan, dahil taga doon ang ating Pangulo, di ba? Uh, from inquirer.net, a magnitude of 4.3 earthquake struck Davao Occidental on Saturday night, the Philippine Institute of Volcanology and Seismology of Philbox said. Based on the initial earthquake bulletin, Philbox said the tremor shook 19 kilometers southwest of Sarangani, Davao Occidental at 9.11 p.m. on a Saturday. Fivok said it was tectonic in origin and had a depth of 165 kilometers. State seismologists assured the public that no aftershocks and damage are expected from the earthquake. Ayan. So, hopefully wala namang nasaktan dyan. Mm-hmm. You have that Mapua Student Award. Oh yeah, we have another good news. Mm-hmm. From Inquirer pa din, Mapua student wins an award for invention that harvests solar energy from waste produce. Ayan, isang magandang balita ito. Second times the charm for one inverted inventor who found a renewable energy solution using damaged crops. Carve Eren Maige, a 27-year-old Bachelor of Science Electrical Engineering student at Mapua University, was recently recognized for a new technology he created using crop waste. He beat 1,800 entries to receive the inaugural sustainability award of the James Dyson Award 2020, which has a cash prize worth 1.9 million. Wow! Wow! In pesos. Oh. Ah, pesos. Ma- <clears throat> Pero malaki pa din yon. Invention titled Aureus, Aurora Renewable Energy and UV Sequestration is a material or a technology that allows other devices to harvest ultraviolet light and convert it into electricity, he told Dyson in an interview last Thursday, November 19. So, meron tayong video niyan na, na 
ano na makikita sa Mapua uh, University. Ayan. Mm-hmm. is an inspired by how the aurora borealis is formed where luminescent particles absorb high energy particles and re-emit them as visible light. The renewable energy aspect comes when in the visible light is converted into direct current electricity. The crop waste can be used in panels and put on windows and walls so it can absorb UV light. It also has an advantage over solar panels because it can get UV light even without facing the sun. Besides addressing the issue of sustainable energy, Maigas Aureus is also a form of upcycling as farmers of the Philippines experience damage to their crops due to typhoons and other natural disasters which are heightened by climate change. Their waste produced can still be put into good use. This is the engineering student second foray in the competition. Back in 2018, he already had the idea to create a glass that converts UV light into electricity. Though he was not able to invent the glass as planned, he went back to the drawing board, which eventually became the Aureus. Maige is 10 years into his undergraduate degree having to take breaks from schooling due to financial issues. To be able to fund my schooling, I take prototyping projects and fabrication projects from different students, as well as helping people who are in need, supporting with their projects and their thesis. However, he pays no mind to the fact that his college journey is longer than usual. By taking on different projects from different students in different schools, I was able to expand my horizon of what I know. After winning the prize money, he plans further develop the technology so the solar energy harvesting can become more accessible. One idea he has is for those to harvest UV light. And of course, with part of the sum, he can finally graduate from a university. Wow, nakakabilib. Galing. Oo, nakaka-proud talaga. Nakaka-proud. Ang galing ng Pinoy. Mm-hmm. And pakikinabangan ng Pilipinas yan kung... Tama, tama. Mm-hmm. Talaga, ang buong mundo. Ang buong mundo. Oo. Unahin na muna ang Pilipinas dahil hindi pa tayo lahat electrified. I mean, uh, ang yeah. electrification natin hindi pa nationwide talaga sa Pilipinas. Ang tama, mahal-mahal na kuryente pag sa mga probinsya. Diba? Kaya oh, ang iba nagkakabit-kabit, nakikikabit kay ganyan, nakikikabot kay ganyan, <laughs> sa kuryente ganyan. Tama, mm-hmm. tama. Pero magandang news yan kasi talagang napaka maraming ano ah, maraming mga estudyante oh, na talagang nag, uh, nagpupursigi pa din talaga sa pag-aaral. And hats off tayo dyan kahit sa kahirapan. Uh, talagang meron pa rin mga estudyante na mga Pilipino na talagang willing to um, learn and become uh, uh, the scientists or the inventors of the future, sabi nga. Oo, totoo yan. And yan, um, he is one of the example, yan, um, mapuwa student na yan. Galing-galing. Galing-galing. Saludo kami sa iyo, Mr. Maige. Ayan. Oo. 
Maigi. Tagalog Maige. na Tagalog yung apelyo niya. Oo. M-A-I-G-U-E. Ayan. Diba Oo, maigi, yun lang. Maigi. Spelling lang. Oo. Oo. Pero talagang maigi. Maiging-maigi <laughs> maigi maigi talaga yan. Yung natin. At Oo. dahil dyan, tita, meron ka bang showbiz balita ngayon? Of course. Paulap at maulan yung aking salamin na nagre-react sa normally sa sunlight. And naisip ko na kahit maulap at maulan, meron pa ding ultraviolet light na tumatagos at na pupunta sa atin. Sayang, hindi natin nakukuha yung enerhiyang ito gamit yung mga conventional na solar panel. And yan yung naisolusyonan ng aking invention. Isa sa pinakamahalagang component ng aking invention ay maaring makuha maging sa mga nasa lantang pananim. Yung mga organic luminescent compounds, ito nagmumula to sa mga iba't ibang prutas at gulay. So ang nangyayari doon, yung high energy waves, kinoconvert niya into visible light. Game, gumagamit ako ng mga solar panels and solar films para i-convert yung visible light na to into electricity. Ako yung sumali sa James Dyson Awards nung taong 2018, ngunit uh, ako hindi pinalad na makapasok sa uh, national level. Ngunit uh, ito ay kinuha kong motibasyon para mas pag-igihin at mas pagbutihin yung pag-develop ko dun sa aking device uh, or invention. Hello, Kobe. It's James Dyson here. We love to meet people who are not put off by failure. And we've had so many entries this year, more than ever before. And you're the winner of the Sustainability Award. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> Maaring gamitin natin siya instead ng typical na windows. Nang sa gayon, yung buong building, isa siyang matatawag natin na vertical solar energy farm. Malapit na to sa atin. Nasa damit na natin ito, nasa ating mga sasakyan, nasa iba't ibang building, nasa ating mismong bahay. Yun yung nakikita ko na pagbabago niya in the future. Mapuwa student na yan. Galing-galing. Galing-galing. Saludo kami sa'yo, Mr. Maige. Ayan. Oo. Maige. Tagalog Maige. na Tagalog yung apelyo niya. Oo. Oo. M-A-I-G-U-E. Ayan. Diba Oo, maige? yun lang. Maige. Spelling lang. Oo. Oo. Pero talagang maige. <laughs> Maiging maige talaga yan. Induksyon natin. <laughs> At Oo. dahil dyan, tita, may... Um, Mapuwa student na yan. Galing-galing. Galing-galing. Saludo kami sa'yo, Mr. Maige. Ayan. Oo. Maige. Tagalog Maige. na Tagalog yung apelyo niya. Oo. Oo. M-A... Um, um, famous K-dramas, which many Filipinos are now patronizing. Actresses Ina Fileo and Wilma doesn't then immediately reacted to the award-winning director's viral post. They made hilarious comments regarding several Filipino teleseries cliché storylines. Eto, pay attention. Click see first. Ah, uh, director Jose Reyes recently aired his frank analogy between plots of Pinoy teleseries and Korean dramas, which made some of his celebrity friends react. Kami learned that actresses Ina Fileo and Wilma Dasent poked fun at the award-winning director's enumeration of cliché storylines of several Filipino series. 
The filmmaker even compared it to famous K-dramas which many Filipino audiences are currently patronizing. Ito po, startup is about setting up business. That's according to Joey Reyes. It's okay not to be okay. It's about mental health. Life is about healthcare and business. A Taiwan class is about dignify and ambition. Sky Castle is about parents and education. Record of Youth is about choices in life and the sacrifices you make. Yan po ang sabi ni Joey Reyes. This is K-Drama Today daw. Ito po. Eh tayo nagkakapalitan pa rin ang mga baby sa ospital. May nawawalang diary. May kabit na kampon ni Satanas. Kulot pa rin ang buhok ng kontrabidang babae habang banat ang inaaping martir na bidang babae. Laging late pa rin ang pulis sa krimen. Palpak ang lahat ng kidnappings. Alagad ng kadiliman ang lahat ng mga mayayaman. Hindi nilikha ni Lord ang mabait na biyanang babae at step-sister. At lagana pa rin ang hindi magamot-gamot na amnesya na mas masahol pa sa COVID-19. Diyos ko, dahi. <laughs> Nakakaaliw. Kaya <laughs> parang um, eh, siyempre yung mga tinamaan hindi, hindi happy. Pero tayong hindi natin alam kung sino-sino yung mga tinamaan. Nakakatuwa. <laughs> uh, and in a way, um, poking fun at our... Um, uh, kay drama. Hindi <laughs> nakakatuwa kasi na parang hmm. ang kay drama kasi Korean drama yun, tita. Pero yung oh, oh. nakakatuwa lang kasi na pagka nanood ka ng serye Pilipino, parang alam mo na yung plot na mangyayari na o oh, may kontrabidong kom- kontrabida na ganyan o yung lagi nga mong late yung pulis sa krimi. <laughs> diba? Oh, Parang oh, nakamasyado oh, na siyang um, predictable. Yun, yun yung sinasabi. Oo. Oh, 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 oh. Ito pa, may karugtong yan. Ina din commented, my curls are shaking. Dahil pala kulot siya. <laughs> And eto, sagot naman ni Direk Joey. Ina, I fell off my chair laughing. Kulot talaga, friend. <laughs> At ang sagot naman ni Ina, guilty as charged. And she put out a picture of her, of her showing her curly hair. Ayan. And Wilma like my, likewise commented about the usual choice of skin tone between protagonists and antagonists in teleseries in the country. Ito ang sabi ni, ni Wilma. At kapag sa atin, dapat ang bida maputi. <laughs> Ay, nako. Ito, Wilma das, Dasent, yung pang-apelyedo niya, uh, D-A-S-S-E-N-T. Pero kanina, yung unang apelyedo niya, yung talagang Dasent na D-O-E-S-N-T. <laughs> Sabi ni Wilma, mas masarap api-apihin raw ang mga tisay o mga palasak sa gluta, sabi naman ni Direk Joey. 
Ang sagot uli naman ni Wilma, eto, ha, 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 ganun ba yun? Teka, umpisahan ko ng lumaklak niyan. Alam mo yung glusa, Ju? <laughs> Iniinom oh, yata yun. Buta eh. tayon, pampaputi. <laughs> Oo, pero... O kaya ini-injection. Pwede rin pong ah, ini-injection. Pwede din. Ah. May capsules Ay, din eh. Oo, oh. Ay nako, yan yan ang yan ang pampatawa ng mga Pinoy. And anyhow, eto po, uh, let let us give um the, the director a, a bit of um um justification naman. Um Jose Javier Reyes is a multi-awarded film director in the Philippines. He was the person who hemmed the success of several movies such as One Night Only. Katas ng Saudi and Kasal, Kasali, Kasalo. He has won awards at Nagawad Urian, Metro Manila Film Festival, and Filipino Star Awards for Movies, among others for his films. Last year, he instantly drew flack in the online world because of a statement that he threw about the judges in Idol Philippines. He mentioned the, the names of Jed Madela, Morissette Amon, Amon, and Gary Valenciano as, replacement, as replacements of the three judges in the show. The director also spoke up about the accident that Eddie Garcia figured on. He said what happened to Manoy, Bikulano po kasi si Eddie Garcia, should be a wake-up call to those who are responsible in running a shoot. <laughs> Ayan po, talaga nakakatuwa. Ayan. Tapos na. Wow. Ayan. Pero one of the best uh, um, and um, famous uh, director din yan, si Derek uh, Joey Javier mm. Reyes. Jose Javier Reyes. Ayan, matatapos na naman tayo. Oo nga, um, parang ang bilis lang ng isang oras at labing limang minuto. Siguro next year baka dagdaggawin na natin uling dalawang oras um, kasi meron namang ibang mga volunteers na available eh. Um, ngayong mga panahon, ang ating kasama dito, si Chanel um, Navarro, ay bising-bising naghahanda para sa kanyang darating na kasal. Kaya, siyempre, pagbibigyan natin siya, leave muna siya siguro sa radyo. Um, um, and meron namang ibang mga nakalinya dyan. So, uh, Chanel, I think you got your request. But if you are available anytime, just ching out. Nandito ka pa rin. Kasali ka namin. Siyempre. At saka, we're going to invite some of our viewers kung interested sila na maging part exactly. of volunteer mm -hmm. uh, community service. Ayan. Yes. Anytime so, po, you can email us and message us to our page. Yan, makikita po ninyo yan. Meantime, kami po'y muling magpapasalamat sa inyong walang sawang pakikinig ngayong hapong ito. At sa inyong walang sawang pakikinig dito sa amin sa Samotsari. Maraming salamat po. At hanggang sa muli, si Tita Birds po nagpupugay. Uh, November na, isang buwan na nga lang at Pasko na. 
And reminder po, meron tayong Nutsibuena sa December 20. Kumbidado po tayong lahat ng mga Pinoy. Siyempre, marami tayo sa Auckland, but hindi naman tayo makakapunta lahat dahil marami tayong pinagkakaabalahan. And initial pa lang po ito this year, but definitely every year gagawin po natin ito. Kasi meron din namang hindi nag-o-overseas pag panahon ng Christmas period. Hindi naman lahat ng Pilipinong nandito ay eh umuuwi sa Pilipinas or nagbabakasyon sa Amerika or sa England o sa ibang lugar. Meron pa rin naiiwan sa New Zealand. Kaya every year po meron tayong Not Cebuena Traditional Filipino Celebration. Ibat-ibang dates nga lang. Kita-kita po! Ayan, maraming salamat po sa inyong pakikinig at pagsama-sabi ngayong hapon na ito. Ingat po kayo sa team weathers. Kung kayo ay may mga flu symptoms, uh, agad nyo po itong um, i- Huwag ipag sa walang bahala, sabi niya gano'n. Uh, you can always get a COVID test sa ating mga COVID community uh, testing centers pa rin po. At libre naman po ito. At stay safe po everyone. And always wear a mask if you're going to our public transport. Oh, and by the way, um, di ba Joe merong... Uh, Pinoy Bazaar sa anong petsa na nga ito? Ayan, ako ipakita natin ang, ang flyer ng yeah. ano, ang Pinoy oh, oh. Bazaar. Um, meron silang tinatawag na uh, Christmas uh, event ba na gaganapin sa oh, oh. Western Springs. Ayan, yan. ang Pinoy Bazaar Caravan o PBC ang tawag nila ay oh, oh. Uh, usually po uh, sila ay uh, nag-cater sa mga entrepreneurs na Pilipino, na small entrepreneurs, businesses uh, para sa ano sa mga nais na i-promote ang kanilang mga produkto or services sa ating mga kababayan. Uh, yan, uh, yun po ang ano Pinoy Bazaar. Gaganapin po yan sa December 5 sa Western uh, Springs, Springs. Uh, Community mm-hmm. Hall po doon. So, ang tawag po ay Pinoy NZ or New Zealand Bazaar Caravan. Um, just looking for the flyer. Uh, ipopost natin yan. Uh, anong oras bang start at anong oras ang tapos? I think ah, about 11.00 Mm-hmm. 11 11 o'clock ng um, umaga po ayan 11 ng ayan. umaga Tama para sa tanghalian ayan oo kasi may mga pagkain din doon tita oo nagpupunta uh, ako every year except ayan, last second year, anniversary na nila mm-hmm. uh, kasama oh, nila oh. ang mga different ano at andiyan din ang ating very own Scott uh, foundation uh, kila... Oo, lagi nagsusupport si Nanit dyan. Oo. At, At saka, every year, uh, every event, uh, where, whenever I am in New Zealand, nandyan ako. Wala lang ako last year kasi nasa Pilipinas ako. Ah, hindi. Uh, nandito oo. na pala ako nakabalik. This year, December, yung, I mean, yung February this year, hindi ako naka-attend dahil operasyon ko yun sa balikat. 
Oo. Mm-hmm. At uh, ito ay ano, uh, marami sanang umatend. So sana uh, ipamalita natin ang Ojo uh, at ano. di ba meron kang mga mask? Dalhin mo yung mga mask mo. Itinda uh, mo diyan. Oo, tingnan natin kung meron tayong may ano. At saka ang maganda pa diyan ay marami kayong makikilala at saka may mga palaro, may mga palaro oh, tayo. Oo, totoo. Oo, totoo. Marami tayong makikilalang mga kapwa nating mga Pilipino na ano na talagang nagsusumikap dito sa New Zealand para uh, i-share ang kanilang mga talents like Cookings, oh, oh. di ba? At saka yung oh, mga oh. other services pa na ano, ayan, makikita nyo po sa ating ano, screen mamaya uh, ngayon po uh, ipropromote natin yan. Ayan. So, December 5 po yan, 11 to 3 p.m. sa Western Springs. Ayan. Ayan, Mimi Ricamunda, hindi kita nalimutan. Kamuntik na. <laughs> Naalala ko na, ah, o nga pala. Mm. Malapit na, December two weeks, 5. Two weeks pa, two weeks pa yan. Two weeks pa. Mm-hmm. At saka makikita natin ang mga, ano, ayan, si, sila, uh, ano ba to, kusina ni Josh, uh, Omni, uh, Matt Willoughby, LTD, at andyan din ang Filipino Students Association. Oo, siyempre. Oo, si, hindi ayan. na nawawala. Oo. Si Kyra Makiso ang presidente ngayon. Oo. Si, si uh, Chanel Navarro last year. Ah, ayan. Ang ating kasama dito sa radio, si Chanel. Ah, ayan ay pala. YouTube Oo. At saka magandang ano to initiative kasi may mga last year kasi tita naka-attend ako sa Christmas uh, gathering nila. Talaga may mga palaro, may mga ano, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. magandang ano uh, weekend gathering ba. Ayan. Totoo. Oo. Enjoyable talaga. <clears throat> tama, tama. Ayan, so kita-kits tayo next week sa Timeless Aesthetics number 14 Bishop uh, Lenny Lenny Lane ba place? Lenny Han. Ah, Lenny Han place. At ayan, sa suportahan natin si Joyce. At on December 5 following Ah, no. December 5 is a Sunday. The following Sunday. Second, uh, two weeks from now. Ito nga pong mm-hmm. EBC or Pinoy New Zealand Caravan. Ayan. Any greetings, Tita? Um, malap- ano na eh. Um, baka kapusin na tayo sa oras. So, binabati ko po lahat ng nagbe-birthday. Ngayong linggong ito, siyempre pa, noong nakaraang Thursday, ang aking paboritong young Rotarian, um, Carla Bugen, ang apo ng ating Assistant District Governor ng, ng Rotary District 9910. Nag-birthday po si Carla, 21 na siya. Um, maliit pa yan, na, na, ay kilala ko na, kaya... Um, Kaya sinabi kong siya ang pinakang paborito ko. Kasi to- totoo naman, siya kasi ang unang apo. <laughs> unang apo ni Min Roche. Kaya ayan, congratulations Carla. 
21 ka na and really I am very proud of you. You are a very good ate to the other uh, uh, cousins and your sister and sa, sa buong pamilya ng mga Lozano. Uh, yan, si Carla yan ang unang ipinanganak sa side ni Min Rose. Siyempre pa birthday. may mga pinsan-pinsan din. Happy birthday uli, Carla. Happy birthday sa lahat ng mga nagdidiwang ng birthdays at uh, sa mga nagse-celebrate ng anniversaries at kung ano man po ang mga ah sa mga recently na nag-graduate, congratulations. Yeah. Oo nga pala. Kami din nag-graduate ngayon. Oo, oh, yeah. Yan si Carla nag-graduate din siya. So dalawa ang celebration niya, 21st and graduation from university. Mm-hmm. At dahil diyan, uh, Teka, ano pa ang meron ka pa ba nakalimutan tita? Wala na. Uh, kasi, kasi naghahabol na ako ng oras. <laughs> Kaya oo nga. Malapit na tayong matapos. Uh, tama po. At uh, tayo ay marapit na namang matapos. At uh, uh, sana po patuloy kayo na tumutok sa aming Samotsari. Uh, at 104.6 at uh, pare patuloy po tayong mag magbahagi ng mga magagandang uh, experiences pangyayari. pangyayari sa New Zealand sa ating buhay Pinoy dito sa Pilipinas sa New Zealand at uh, wherever we are sabi ng ganon di ba mm-hmm. so um, Ito na ang ating music. Ayan. Bye! See you on Sunday!
Aqui 